crew, what it do? It's Four Shade Studios, and you've tuned in to KKQ. And my, 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 do we have a topic just for you? On mic A, we got me, Dr. Q. On mic B, we got Mama Lee. Howdy, howdy, everyone. On mic C, we got our girl, D. Hey. And Mercy's gonna hold it down for Mike D. Hey there. All right. So now that you have a quick introduction to the panel, if you've been to this show before, you already know what it is. And we're gonna try and keep it classy. That hasn't been happening, but hey, we're gonna try it anyways. All right, so today's topic is gonna be very interesting. However, it's going to be very, very hmm, disappointing. And I'll tell you why. Because we are dealing with so much stuff in the world today and certain things require us to speak on it because the rest of the world don't wanna talk about it. Well, guess what? We're gonna keep it classy we're gonna keep it interesting, but most important, we're gonna give you knowledge that you need to move forward so that you're not participating in what we're about to talk about. All right, we'll be right back shortly. So today's show is brought to you by the Milan Firm a consulting agency that caters to its clientele and assists them in a variety of areas. Allow TMF to be your advisor and consultant for the things you or your company needs. Their contact number is 561-851-2757. And their email is admin at themilanfirm.com. You can also head over to their website, www.themilanfirm.com and reach out by contact. They'll get back to you within 48 hours, but let them know KKQ sent you so that you can receive a 15% discount off of your services. Just use the code KKQ2302. All right, crew, welcome back to the show. We're ready to get things started. But let me tell you, if you're new, Hello to you too. All right, so guys, we just have to tell you that we call this portion of our show Beyond the Camera Lens. And why we call it that is because we're looking past what we see, right? Oftentimes we as individuals, we we sort of kind of have this facade about ourselves, right? We don't show people the full threshold of who we are, because we all have our reasons for not doing that. But in this segment, beyond the lights, take us a little further than what you would see on the surface. And so, as I mentioned, this topic is going to be a little, it's gonna be a mind, uh, a mind blowing thing and it's gonna force you to open your eyes and see what's happening around you. Um, this is something we see and hear about, but there's not enough going on. And so we're here to make a little bit of noise. We want to show support to some, shun others. But most importantly, we want to be educational. 
And we're going to try to be classy while we do that. And so the topic today is called the hatred among our communities. That's right. The hatred among the community that you live in because it happens everywhere. And so to open up this topic for us today, we're going to have Mama Lee come on and give us a little bit of knowledge before we dive in to a little bit of soreness that we all going to feel. Mama Lee, take it from here. Thank you, Dr. Q. When we decided to talk about the violence among the transgender community, I was just amazed by the amount of information that I found when I started doing research. Unfortunately, our information at this time is limited because uh, gender identifying crimes have only been um, identified and and researched and 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 worked on probably in the last decade. So numbers are um, seem extremely high. I think that um, over the next decade, um, statistics will be more accurate. But I did find a couple of websites that um, had some amazing information. And, and I suggest that, that if you have an interest in this, go check them out. The Human Rights Campaign at hrc.org has a lot of good information. In 2021, they saw at least 57 trans or gender non-conforming conforming people killed by violent means. And I say at least because too often these stories go unreported or misreported. Mm -hmm. In previous years, the majority of fatalities were black or Latino women. In 2020, HRC tracked a record number of violent fatal incidents against transgender people. A total of 44 fatalities were tracked. Now, HRC began tracking these types of crimes in 2013. And as I said, too often in these cases, the reporting of violence against gender non-conforming individuals Many of these victims are misgendered in local police statements and media reports as well. Um, the police will identify them as what their gender was at birth right. instead of what they are identifying as now or at the time of the crime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's no way of knowing how many violent acts go unreported. Right. Um, and, and that's the sad case here. The rise in crimes against transgender people are rising internationally as well. According to StopHateUK.org, 2021 saw 2,630 victims of transgender hate crimes. Now, that includes assault and death. Their what was, research... Sorry, what was that number again? 2,630. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Their research determined, listen to this, 88% of trans people do not report hate crimes they experience. 88% don't report. And 48% are dissatisfied with police response. Mm. 
Now, those numbers came from a uh, survey that the National LGBT um, made available on a voluntary basis. 108,000 filled out the survey. And so those numbers come from there. Mm -hmm. We know trans people are more likely to experience threats, a physical or sexual harassment or violence. I mean, they're just by the nature of their gender identification. We know that. Hate crime statistics from the FBI here in the United States indicate that hate crimes against transgender individuals you're going everyone hold on to your shoes on this one Mm. have increased 587 percent wow between 2013 and 2019 okay so here's where this is where statistics will will eventually change and even out these numbers will change over time because statistics for gender identity have only been collected by the FBI since 2013. And data collection, of course, is going to improve, hopefully. In in, in everything that I've read, this is what I came back to every time. And this is is a societal problem that we have. Mm -hmm. Institutional mistrust and fear is a major reason for underreporting by victims. That's transgender crime, that's rape, that's assault, that's domestic violence, Mm -hmm. institutional mistrust. So when we discuss the trans community and their struggles, we should also have a conversation about building trust with agencies that everyone should be able to turn to for assistance. And, you know, they're always talking about education amongst our police force. And education is important. But seeing a person, anyone, and not placing a label on them to give them assistance should be the easy part, y'all. And it's not. That's the sad thing. Yeah. I don't understand it. But at the same time, I have to also add that the reason why 88% is not reporting it is because the 48% aren't happy. Like you got to think about right. they're afraid. Yeah, like you got to think about they don't want to be taken care of. They don't want to be embarrassed and humiliated. Mm-hmm. Labels are a terrible thing. Right, right, and you have to think about who you're reporting this to. Like, um, I'm sorry if I'm African American and I'm going in to report this type of behavior to a white officer, I might feel a little bit. Um, intimidated by that and the reason why i say that is because we already have a label on us so now there's an additional label on me that i'm transgendered so now i'm being looked at from two different perspectives i'm black and i'm transgendered so can i honestly can i honestly look at this officer and say this guy or this woman is going to help me right and, you know, you, people, we all watch the news. We all hear stories. We all know what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. And so you take past history, couple it with your present situation and fear of homophobia or, or fear of, of being treated poorly. 
by someone in authority, I I, I see I, I see people staying at home. I don't I do not see them reaching out for the help that they need. Absolutely. And when that happens, people suffer in silence. And there are so many things yeah. that can happen yes. behind people suffering in silence, which we'll get get into that a little bit later. So I have to add that the statistics that you just brought to this, like 587%. Mm -hmm. And that's only from the cases that they know about. Mm -hmm. They've only been identifying doing gender identification crimes since 2013. Right. And those numbers are for six years, 2013 to 2019. So I understand that they had to have a place to start from. Mm -hmm. You know, there had to be a starting point. Mm -hmm. Because we obviously know that these crimes have been going on for decades. Way beyond that. But they're just now starting to do... Um, you know, placing statistics upon gender identification. So all of those numbers are going to change over the next decade yeah. and even out and will and will be a little bit more um, um, something that we can put some face into. I think those numbers we can't really put a lot of face into right now, mm -hmm. but even one, one act of violence is too much. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you're, you're not just, um, inflicting pain necessarily on that individual too. It's it's you're inflicting pain on their thought of who they are, their love for who they want to be, the love that they want to give to others. There's so much that is taken away from this individual. And so we have to look at this from a variety of, of perspectives. So um, that is very good information. So I, I want to say thank you for bringing that to the forefront because a lot of people may not even know that. Hell, I didn't know that. And then, <laughs> I mean, I know some information, but I didn't know that. And so that's the thing right. that's also driving this topic that we're discussing. People can't be, they can't be respectful and they can't be, um, they can't speak with intent and educational intent if they don't know what's going on. Right. And so that's what we're doing for them. All right. Okay. Mama Lee, my D girl. Thank you for shaking it up for me. All right. So here thank we ma'am. Here we go. Yes. We're gonna keep this train rolling. So our next stop is gonna be on my D with my girl Mercy. Let me know what it'll be. Hey there. So I would like to uh, just bring up three three cases that uh, I had looked into to kind of those statistics maybe put some you know unfortunate names to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll start with the the latest one in two thousand three in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, Naira Johnson and friend, her friend Brandy Coleman, they were seen multiple times with uh, Moore, this gentleman by the last name Moore. Um, exchanged numbers, they were seen exchanging numbers, seen riding around in the car. So there's, you know, 
he uh, uh, more, I guess, assumes he was talking to a woman. Mm -hmm. The uh, Naira and Brandy were uh, trans men, changed to women. And uh, so I'm assuming after a couple dates, it it, uh, got more interesting. So they ended up going to um, a friend of Moore's home. Mm-hmm. And they each were one with each of the women, one with Brandy, one with Naira. Uh-huh. And Moore comes out with a um, pistol in his hand, freaking out. Because uh-huh. I guess he has then confirmed that uh, Naira was transgender. Uh-huh. So they tied them up. They decided... They was going to tie them up and took them for a joyride, tied up in the back seat of their car, mm-hmm. parked it, shot them both in the head, and then left. Later on, come back and set it on fire. Oh, they wow. They were burnt so so badly that they you couldn't identify what their gender was, how old they were, who they were, period. Uh, and this was in July uh, of 2003. So Moore was actually convicted of 120 years. And his buddy for 10, 10 years for being an accomplice. Mm-hmm. And... Well, I'm just thinking that, that... That seems like that was an equal... Did did they think that Moore had actually um, come up with the idea? No, it was something about, I can't recall the phrase, but it's a term that they use, um, like being, like kind of in shock, like a a temporary insanity type thing. You know, like, holy crap, this is really a man. And then you question all your sexuality at that point. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, I'm sorry I didn't catch that. Um, what that phrase is actually, you know, what it's called. Um, um, I mean, I could look it up real quick. No matter like, what, it's awful. That is yeah. awful. That is yeah. insult to injury. You shoot them, and then you go back and you set yeah. them on fire. They're like, well, what? I know they're trying to erase evidence. Obviously, yes, but, that's what it was. But. Yeah, there's That's just no terrible. respect. There's no respect for the people in general, and and it just seems to like go on and on. I mean, there was so many cases to to look for, you know, to look at, not look for, to look at, and and they're not even just here. Here's another from Madrid's um, Madrid, Spain. Roberto Gonzalez, a trans man. Uh, so this is a, a a woman changed to a man. Um, took in like two refugees. They were staying in this in uh, his home, and for like two years, they were abusing this person, like physically and um, m- mentally. And then they found him beaten to death by these two, but two women, two women killed this uh, this man in August of two thousand seven. They were, it says condemned. So I'm assuming that's there in Spain. 
uh, their prison term yeah. uh, to 19 years. Each got 19 years for, for beating this man. And was there a reason that they was, gave for the torture? There was. They did not give any reason. Just that he opened up his doors to these refugees and he put up with their BS for a long time, mm-hmm. for way too long, mm-hmm. and then they beat him up until he died. Mm. For what purpose? Right. But they... Um, and then there's another, in 2015, Mercedes Williamson, 17, stabbed, beaten with a claw hammer, um, because her boyfriend was a Latin king, and being a Latin king, that homosexuality is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. So they said, you got to kill her. You got to kill your lover. So that's what he did. Right. He killed his girlfriend, who was a woman once man, but because this gang tells him, you kill him or we can kill both of you, or kill her and we can kill both of you. Right. So he did. He was sentenced to life. Um, uh, statewide, he, statewide, he was state, um, sentenced to life. And then federal, he was charged 49 years under a hate crime prevention act. That was in Mississippi. Wow. Mississippi. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so there's all kinds of, well, motives mm-hmm. you know this one his gang do it do it it's both of you you know the just i don't know maybe they found this um this spain this R- roberto gonzalez he was just an easy target maybe he was alone nobody cared and they took advantage of that um maybe finding out that i'm i mean i'm not the smartest but I can kind of tell when a woman was a man. Yeah. You know? And for a man to be so blinded by their lust for some a person that they don't notice that, but then when they realize it, they want to be mad about it and take well, out their anger. It's like in their own fear, in their own brand of homophobia, that they take that fear out on the on the person across from them right they take that fear out and hatred out on them you know quite frankly i'm gonna tell you you know i'm kind of progressive but you know if i start dating some new man and i find out that he was assigned as a female at birth you know i'm gonna say well that's pretty cool when did you transgender you know when did you transition right how big of a deal was it for you you know what? I'm not going to get all upset and beat them in the head with a hammer and kill them. And be like, yes, I still can't get pregnant. No. <laughs> all right, wait. Hold on. Hold on, crew. We know it's getting real it's getting real touchy in here, and, and this is some good information, but we will be back to you in two. Take, take a minute. Take a minute, because we're coming back in full force. Do you desire personal protection? Are you interested in a dynamic duo that offers male and female guidance? Looking to upgrade your security? Well, Exclusive Personal Protection Services, EPS, is where your search ends. Not only do they provide consulting needs, they train in the state-of-the-art facilities, 
to stay prepared for any security issue. They offer, but definitely not limited to, private security, chauffeur services, and crowd control. Whatever the occasion, they can serve courageously and with class and dignity. Contact them today at exclusive 82 at exclusiveprotection.org. That's E-X-C-L-U-S 82 at exclusiveprotection.org. Or call at 1-561-851-2757. All right, crew, we are back to you after that short commercial break. Now, listen, before we left here, we was going over some really important stuff. The co- the conversation was getting really intense. So we're going to hop right back into that to get the conversation going again. All right, Mercy, bring us in. All right. So um, I wanted to kind of clarify on the uh, Naira Johnson and Brandy Campbell Coleman. Sorry, Brandy Coleman. So the two gentlemen that were uh, convicted for their murders, like there was nothing ever specified that it was a hate crime or um, because of their gender. It, it, they pretty much. Okay. So Moore and McGee, the, the two gentlemen involved, Moore is the, the one who killed um, both ladies. He had McGee follow him. I'm sorry. Moore and McGee went to trial in 2004, right? Ward testified, this is uh, against Moore and McGee. This was their friend in exchange for a lesser charge. The jury found both men guilty. Mm -hmm. Moore was convicted on two counts of murder, criminal confinement. That's where he used wire to tie them up. Arson, where he burnt them. And then McGee was convicted of arson, assisting a, a criminal and obstructed obstruction of justice mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so uh, judge robert altis gave more combined sentence of 120 years for the murders of johnson and coleman more received consecutive 55 years for the murder of johnson and coleman mm. and congruent 10-year sentence for each count of confinement and arson. Wow. So it doesn't necessarily say that it was a hate crime. Of course so. they don't want to call it that. Of course they don't. Mm. But, you know, I think they were entitled to what they received. Because the thing is this, like, how you have to be a sick individual to kill somebody and then go back to the crime scene and light them ablaze like well they what gets me is that they went into separate rooms like they was hanging out riding around they went back to someone's home each two you know two guys went into the room with each of the ladies but only one came out tripping and then convince the other ones, like, we need to do something. So it's very so, possible they knew. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, he yeah. asked, uh, is, is this person, you know, do you think this person's a, really a woman <laughs> or was a woman? Correct. He started asking, started asking questions, and that's when he decided, get some wire. You know, we're going to tie him up and do what we do. Yeah. So, yeah. You're not going to sit here and tell me you didn't know. I mean, like, I do think, and this is where I say I'm going to try and be classy about shit. Look, I'm, let me tell you this. There is no way in hell, just as Mama Lee said, that you're going to be able to go in this mug attempt to have some sexual encounters and not be able to know some shit like hey buddy like you're missing something down there that i thought i was going to be able to use like not not talk about it after the fact oh shoot I, man i got everything i wanted from them and then i killed them because you know i didn't want them to tell nobody bitch why right i don't want to get called yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get caught for having these tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Man, get over it. Get yeah. over your fucking self. Yeah. My friends are going to look at me different. Yeah. Man, fuck the way your friends look at you. If you want to get you a little mm-mm from a little uh-uh, then okay then. It's fine. That's your business. But the nerve of you to go behind people and kill them, like, you knew what you was doing. Like, don't don't do that. But y'all, before, you know, I don't want to go ahead and get off, off my rockers, you know. I can get a little passionate about things. And so before <laughs> we do that, I'm going to say, hey, so, Mercy, were yes. you done? Yes. Okay. Because then, you know, <laughs> I want to go ahead and give you the floor back because we was going to let you finish. All right. So I want to say, Mercy. Mercy, mercy on Mike's D. Thank you so very much for giving me your tea. Now, y'all, we have our girl D. Oh, my C. She said she got some more content for us. You ready? All right. Yes. Go, on. go on, bring it, girl. Bring it to the table. Let's go. Put it out there. Okay, so I've been looking into this case of Gwen Arajo. And what what really got me was the fact that she's a trans from man to woman. And it was told by her friends through this article, through her friends and family, that she was just, you know, a very, very wonderful nice sweet kind person mm -hmm. and she was just you know she loved to see everyone happy and she and she was a big fan of um Gwen Stefani nice. she she saw Gwen Stefani as a you know inspiration okay and so then basically she went to a bar late late August or September and she met you know four men there and they had a you know great conversation and everything, but they never thought of thought of her as like you know being a trans because they never questioned it. So furthermore, when they had more drinks, of course, you know they get they got wild a little bit. So she started being intimate with two of the men mm. at the bar, mm. and then what happened was 
it was another guy that came through and he was looking at her and he wanted to engage, you know, with her too. But the girlfriend came in and of course, when she saw that her man was engaging with her, uh-huh. them two got into a fight at the place. Yes, they did. Mm. So Gwen and Nicole got into a real physical fight behind, you know, behind her her man, her boyfriend. Uh-huh. So then afterwards, Nicole noticed that, wait a minute. So they was getting into it. So, so the guys that was drinking with Gwen, they broke up the fight. Mm-hmm. They broke up the fight and everything. And they was like, Nicole, you tripping and stuff. And then she was like, no. This person is smaller than me, but stronger. It's got to be a man. So then what happened was in October, they invite Gwen to a house party. They invite her to a house party. And, you know, it's the same guys that was there, you know, having a good time. And, of course, Nicole and her, her man was there, too. And so they didn't come to the house party till after midnight after clubbing and everything Mm -hmm. then they wanted to take the party to the house so they told her come on come on to the house and everything because two of the guys invited her so she went there she went there and everything and they was having a good time and then so two of the guys was like you know having a conversation with each other because they was thinking about what Nicole said and they was like I hope this person ain't, I hope this person ain't no man. And then the other guy was like, if I find out this person is a man, I'm going to kill him. Wow. And so the other guy was like, well, if I find out it's, it's actually a man, then I don't know what I'm going to do. And then Nicole said, well, whatever y'all do, just don't make a mess. Wow. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. So basically it was a setup. They yeah. did. They invite her there to possibly. Find out. They, her? They, they, they invited her there to find out is she a man. Mm-hmm. So, so um, yeah. So she went to the bathroom with one of the guys, and they was there for a while. And he asked her, he like, "Can I touch it?" And then she refused. She refused. She said no. So then, what happened was they did actually get intimate. But then Nicole went in there and when she opened up the door, she was like, she saw the gentles and she was like, it's a man. Just blurted out where everybody can hear it. And then before you know it, everybody got into a rage. That's so, But there was, a, there was a man in there with her making out. Asked if yeah. he taking advantage of the situation. Asked if he could yeah. touch yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it kind of sounds more like, yeah, he may have gone in there to find out if she was a man, but it certainly sounded like he was getting more than that conversation mm-hmm. until Nicole yeah. brought her tail in there. So was she killed? Did she die? Yes, uh-huh. yes this is what happened. So after... After it got intense in the house, what happened was the guy that said, oh, if I find out. And that was the one she went to the bathroom with. What? <laughs> when, when he said, when he found out that she's a man after Nicole blurted it out, uh-huh. 
he punched he punched Gwen in the head uh-huh. a few times. Then it made her unconscious, and she started bleeding. And then he slammed her, he slammed her up against the wall with his knee, and that made her more unconscious. And then the other guys started beating her up. And wow. then after a while, what happened was she was still breathing and still unconscious. But what they did was she was bleeding out all over the couch. And what they did was they took a um, they took a comforter and they rolled her up. And they dragged her to under the um, garage, and one of the guys put uh, a rope around her neck to strangle her. Yeah. And then another guy hit her and hit her in the head with a can. Yeah. And then another guy hit her with a shovel. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we we understand. We we get so it. So old boy yeah. was off so just... for it until Nicole says it's a man. Oh, I didn't see that there. <laughs> Right, exactly. Start, yeah, start beating his head in. The stigma happened then. When the yeah. yelled, "It's a man!" The stigma mm-hmm. just took hold. The fear it's and just... the rage. And well, I want to know: Was anyone charged with this crime? And if so, how many were convicted? Right. Because there were a lot of people involved in that. Yeah. So Nicole did not get charged. Her boyfriend did not get charged. But the four guys that she was with, that Gwen was with, they got charged. So the one she went to the bathroom with, he had life, 15 years in prison. The other guy who was the voluntary manslaughter one, the second guy, Mm. he served 11 years. And then the other guy who snitched on them got five years. Yeah, of course. What year did this happen? This happened... This one was... Of course the snitch get the little amount of time. Of course. Of course. That's how this they one happened in, This happened in 2002. 2002. Was it considered a hate crime? Do you know? Did the article, the information you read, did it identify it as a gender identifying hate crime? Probably no, not. they didn't want on a label it as a hate crime. Of course, that's literally what is it. And that's where we go back to all of this misrepresentation yep. uh-huh. of numbers and statistics. Yep. I and then that's not all that they did to her, y'all. I don't think I want to know the rest. No. I don't think I want to know everything. I, I want to know. Okay. Okay. But, uh, that's 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 sad, and I mean, I have no law degree, but I have common sense, and it sounded to me like luring identifying and take and murdering absolutely that sounds like there a was intent. Crime to me there was intent behind everything that they did that was premeditation all the yeah. way around yeah mm-hmm. and so there's no reason why that should be manslaughter it shouldn't premeditation that is a first and first degree that is a first, first degree, degree offense yes it is and so, yeah, like I, I'm going to have to agree with Mama Lee that there was premeditation to this because they went all out of their way to invite this person back, bring them in while there were mutual and then more people than just those few. And then like Nicole, I, I'm feeling a certain type of way about her ass because she shouldn't have got off. It was her. She right. was the reason why the behavior occurred. 
she mm -hmm. triggered the behavior so that she wouldn't she mm -hmm. shouldn't have walked away that's not right but she was she was harboring some ill will though against gwen because they had already been at the nightclub sometime okay. previous and gotten into a fight. Uh -huh. so because her dude, she, her dude was involved with that. That's why. Because uh -huh. her man was already interested. That's right. <laughs> That's why she was mad. Good old fashioned jealousy. Yep. And ain't I mm -hmm. thought you can't keep your man. That's All right. Mm. All right. All right. Okay, D. All right. Oh, what's our next case that we got, boo boo? Let us know. This one here is um, the murder of China Gibson, but they call her China Doll Debris. She was a, a transgender performer. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so she's originally from Sacramento, and she um, she went to visit, you know, New Orleans. Mm -hmm. She went to go to the Mardi Gras and also visit her family members. So then what happened was she went to the event. Somehow out of nowhere, before she even went down there, there was all, already two trans people that already got killed. Oh. Okay. In the New before Orleans she went area? Down there. Hmm? In the New Orleans area? There had already been two? Yes. Seven more. Seven more. Oh, okay. That's where she got shot and killed. Wow. So then, so then when she went down there, you know, she didn't think nothing of it. She just went down there and she wanted to visit a family and, you know, have a good time and enjoy the Mardi Gras. Then all of a sudden, when she went to the night war, she just got shot right then and there. Boom. Shot right in the head. Wow. Was she killed by someone who had maybe been at, a, had she been performing down there at a show? Or I believe she was, was there to random? perform at the um, Mardi Gras show. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah, she was there to perform at the Mardi mm -hmm. Gras show. But they never, they never. Was the killer ever found? No, the police still haven't made no arrests of the killer. Mm -hmm. Why am I not surprised? What year that? did that occur? That one was 2017, February 27th. See, that's more recent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like I'm just. I wonder how many unsolved cases for gender crime there are. No, there was no update on the cases at all for her. Mm. And the police okay. didn't proceed more for her. Yeah. Mm. So that's three transgender in that area. Right. Mm -hmm. right. So they should so There's a huge community in South Louisiana of, of transgender and, well, all LGBTQ community. I mean, it's a it's a place that's known for being very tolerant, and where you can, um, you know, be yourself and and live as you want to live. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a wonderful area. You know, that's my area. That's I'm very proud. I, I was a uh, there in Fort Polk, and all the clubs that I ever went to were all there. You know, all the like every mm -hmm. every uh, gay community, uh, every club in the gay community was. In South Louisiana, right. or yeah. where Polk is, mm. within miles, but yet they're 
hateful towards it. <laughs> it's crazy. They're like, yeah, you're always going to have, it's, yeah. I don't know. You know, Dr. Q, can you tell us what is the psychology behind this? Have you done some research on that? <laughs> well, I could tell you there's a lot of research that exists on this topic. And, you know, honestly, first, in order for people to understand understand where we where we come from when we look at this as a as a whole and overall from a mental health perspective right so the first thing people need to know is that what is transgender right so basically you identify as a different sex that you were born as point blank period so maybe my friend was you know a female when she was born however she she now is like identifies as a as a man and it's because sometimes people feel like they are in the wrong body and so there there are always these conversations about um do you believe a person can be born a certain way you know can it be born gay can it, you're born straight are you born straight you understand what I'm saying? Like it's it's certain things that we got to take into consideration. Yeah. You're not born anything. Right. You're born as an individual and and no one ever said that love had to be a specific gender type. Point blank period. It's that comes from the perspective of And sometimes your mindset just changes generationally. Yeah. But something you know you're assigned something at birth, you feel one way when you're a teenager, you feel another way when you're 25 years old exactly things um, change <laughs> things change and you know and the the bottom line is because of so many things that occur in the world it's very possible that the reason why people choose to go that direction it could be because of something more traumatic to them maybe this guy now wants to be a woman because maybe he was raped by a guy you know i don't know it could be anything there are so many things that can be um, a reason for people discovering or changing who they are. So many things. But at the same time, it's like when you think of a mental, look at this from a mental perspective, not every trans person has issues with their mental health. If anything, it gives people like life sometimes to think that, oh man, I was, I was being one way because I, I didn't want my family to be disappointed in me or something like that. You got to look at and now I'm not a I'm not going to say I'm not a fan of this particular family, but I'm not interested in the family. So you got to think about the Kardashians. Christian. You understand what I'm saying? Like he was married to a woman for all this time. And then suddenly there's this transition, right? Where'd that come from? No one knows. We don't know what people are going through. And so their mental health may not be messed up at all. You know, they are, they're safe and they feel comfortable and confident in who they are when they, when they've changed. And so for us, I think we're the ones that, that have the problem. It's us who are bothered by those individuals, people who are homophobic. Why are you homophobic? I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be interested in you just because you're, uh, okay, because I'm a female, I'm not going to be interested in you just because you're female. You understand what I'm saying? 
you're straight mm -hmm. female. That don't mean I'm going to be yeah. interested in you because I like females. So you have individuals who are homophobic for no reason. And then you have people that go and do what these individuals did and take their fear of somebody else who they were trying to be sexually intimate with and kill them. Why? Is it because you were ashamed of what you did? Is it because you were um, ashamed of what you were attracted to? What you did before you killed the individual? There are so many things. Like, and and this triggered, like this case triggered for me as well. Nikki Kuhhausen, okay? Washington, she, um, she was in Vancouver, Washington. She went out with a guy. Apparently, this her and this guy were being intimate. And as he said on the stand, um, I was being, you know, sexually, sexually with her. But then I noticed that she was not a woman. So I immediately pushed her away and I was threatened by her because she was acting all crazy. But then they asked, what did you do? And he said, well, I took my cord for my charging cord for my phone and then I put it around her neck. Mm. After you had mm. gotten all... So so he was trying to use like a self-defense oh babe because yes. he felt threatened yes wow he tried to use the self-defense thing first but then when they eh, yeah no no you look at this girl this girl's like 90 pounds you're maybe 190 200 maybe where's your self-defense at with this so mm -mm. the thing is this though He, he strangled her, then he took her body, and he went put her somewhere out in the woods. Um, to be honest, it was the Larsh Mountain area in Vancouver. So when they found her, mm. when they found this person, she was bones. So you mean to tell me you were threatened by a 90-pound 90, 90 transgendered person, um, you killed them, um, and then you decided that you wasn't even going to go get help for them. You went, dropped them off and was like, peace mm. them out. But here's the thing. This girl was 17 years old. Mm. Oh my goodness. She was a baby. She 17. was a baby. And guess how old the guy was? 25. Oh my God. There is no way you were oh. threatened by somebody of this this size and then like are you kidding me like i did not understand i didn't understand that and so like it, it just it, it, his it, masculinity it, was threatened that's the only thing that's threatened that's yeah, the part that threatened me yeah. and so even go ahead even if nikki was like of size you know or in a male physique mm -hmm. would still been too young to exactly scrap with some um, an older man well, exactly. well if nikki wasn't holding a gun to his head he could have gotten up and walked away at any time and no one would have even known that he tried to hook up with the a former gay guy i correct. mean right. a, a guy correct so correct 
that's just, you know, a lot of this boils back down to people, they live what they are taught at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if they're taught at home that, oh, no, that's an abomination, you're going to hell. Uh-huh. They, they believe that. They do not They do not try to get information on their own or to form their own opinion. Correct. Correct, correct. And the, to top this off, he tried to use the panic defense. And if y'all don't know what the panic defense is, that's to say, oh, no. This person is transgendered. I defended myself. That's the panic defense. And so you know what they did in Vancouver, Washington? They banned it. They said there is no more use of this defense based on gender and sexual identities. Because you tried to use that to say nationwide. Yeah, they said, oh, you can't say, oh, I tried to kill this person because I found out they was transgendered. How can you get away with that? And how could states even allow people to get away with that? Like, that actually floors me more than knowing how many people that they continually kill every year. But anyways, before before this conversation goes any further, we're going to go ahead and take our last break before we back to you guys. So give us two and we'll see you soon. Are you an artist? Do you have a talent for introducing people to the creative arts? Well, come on over to Artisai. It's the newest video platform for anyone wanting to share their talent. We welcome all areas. That includes artists, writers, singers, dancers, poets, actors, and even models. If you have a talent you wanna share with the world, Allow Artisai to add you to their platform and showcase you in a way that you deserve. Visit Artisai at www.artistzeye.us for more information on how to become a member and a collaborator. They're looking forward to your contact. crew we are back to you after our two so anyways um we just want to touch on the fact that you guys heard some very very interesting things today um the statistics opened it up i mean you have to think of what mama lee said y'all 587 percent i don't even know what to do with that that is horrible but remember this is just the cases that they know about we're not even talking about cases that haven't even been brought to the light what's up what's up what's up mercy you got something no i'm sorry okay so we're not even talking about the cases that has been brought brought to the light you know and then also we want you to also take into consideration that these cases are not always being justified i.e. these are hate crimes these are hate crimes against people in your community so what are you doing to protect those individuals in your community are you contributing to the problem or are you intending to be a solution 
Because I can tell you one thing about me. First of all, I don't get nobody else's business. I mind my own business. But hey, if I know some business, I'm going to contribute to some successes. So if I know my friend next door, you know, hey, it might be a she. But even if it's living as a he, I don't care. That is not my business. But if they come to me and say, hey, I need help for X, Y, and Z, I'm going to help them. Because this is what we need to do. This is what society is. It's supposed to be something positive. It's supposed to be influential. I'm not feeling that from the people around me in my community. I don't understand that. So I, I'm curious as to what you guys think about this topic uh, today. And I know, don't get me wrong, we're going to have people call in or talk in and type in and write in and say, listen... The reason why we are X, Y, and Z is because in the Bible, it says, hold up, hold up. You may go forward and say in the Bible, it says you cannot be this or that way. But the Bible also says, do not judge for you will be judged. Okay. Mm -hmm. And treat others the way you want to be treated. Treat others the way Love you want to be treated. Yes. Love yes. Honor your parents. Honor your neighbors. Be friends. So here's the thing. Don't come in here and talk about Bible this and Bible that unless you plan on me spitting back at you. What does the Bible say about judging people? Mm? I got it for you. Come on now. Come on. My team gonna back me up. That's what yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah. So my thing is this as a community. You guys are supposed to love one another. Mm? Yes. So on this day, today, January 21st, 2023, we would like you guys to be more of a community to people, to the individuals around you, because oftentimes those people are already suffering enough. You don't need to add to their issues. We want you to be a fence for them. Be a confidant for them. So I'm going to pass it around to the panel. Let everybody add in their, um, their 411. Whoop. Let me hear it, Mama Lee. I just want to wrap up, up today by saying, do not fear anyone different from you. Take the time to get to know an individual and base your opinions about them on how they treat you. Mm -hmm. Don't base your opinions on how they identify gender-wise. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And remember, the best place to start change is with yourself. With yourself. And my recommendation mm -hmm. is that you begin with acceptance. Yep. I and that's like all it. I got to say. I like it. I like it. Acceptance, because that's important. They, they want to feel accepted. That's it. And honestly, to be, they really don't need your acceptance. But they would mm -hmm. like it. They would like it. Because there are people just like you, me, him or her, brown, yellow, green. Yes, absolutely. At the end of the day, we all bleed the same color. That's right. Whether you're white, right. black, purple, blue, or green. Yep. 
I, I had to, I had I to throw it. the aliens in there, you know. If you're green, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I had, to, I couldn't leave him out. But the other thing is, ready a single, married, straight, gay. It doesn't matter. We all bleed the same way. All right. Oh, Mike C, come on with it, D. What you got? What I have is. Don't judge a person because you see other people judging that person because they're different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. find out your own way how that person feels and don't judge them about their appearance. Judge them by their heart. Judge them. Don't judge them by their, you know, don't judge them at all. Mm -hmm. Just go by their heart because the they, they have a heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have a heart. Go by their vibes. Mm -hmm. If their vibes are matching yours, cool. If somebody else don't like it, woody do whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be. You don't need to be friends with that person. Oh, don't talk to that person because they this and this and this. And I said, just because you feel that way, I don't have to feel that way about that person. Correct. Right. Everybody has their own mind, their own Absolutely. thoughts, their own feelings. I could not agree more. All right. All yeah, right. Nicole. <laughs> Yeah. Her, her tail. She For was real. just mad because it was her man. Mm. Get over yourself. <laughs> Get over yourself. A little jelly, a little envy, you know. <laughs> not only that, the girl probably dressed better than her, too. She probably did. That might be why mm -hmm. she was mad. That's it. Right. I'm saying we still keeping it classy, though, y'all. I mean, we could be out here yeah. showing her names and stuff, but we're not doing that. So, on that note, all right. What you got for me? Mercy me. Well, just um, we're here to help one another be successful, not tear each other down. And people, just because they're not as good as you at something, they're not your stepping stones. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just, just treat people With the way dating. you would want to be treated. And yeah. it, it can't get no better than that. If you want to be slapped in the face, by all means, bring it. You know, if that's how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Treat people that you cannot get any more clear. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Right. Yes. Because if you want to be yeah. treated like crap, then that's what you're going to get. Yeah. That's what it's coming to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, or better yet, let me let me piggyback off of what she said. Um how about this? We'll look at things from a parent's perspective. Treat people how you would want them to treat your kid or your parent. Because some of y'all don't care how you're treated. But, or your brothers and sisters. Yes. How would you want somebody in the world to treat your sibling, your child, your parents? Mm -hmm. Respect is free. It is. It does not cost you anything to show respect. Nothing to, at all. To anyone. Nope. Exactly. Nope. And I do not believe in that you need to show respect in order to get respect. Mm. Some of us you been are given respect. <laughs> if you're given respect off the bat, it's up to the person to chip that away. You know what I mean? Correct. To make themselves unworthy of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Most yeah. definitely. I agree. Yeah. And listen to your intuition. If you're invited somewhere and you already had a confrontation with a person and you know that person is going to be there, 
Don't go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't go alone. Yeah. Don't we're, go alone. We are now in a place that it's just not safe to go alone. Anywhere. And and that's yeah. that's terrible. That's terrible. You should be able to feel safe in your own skin and to go anywhere you want. But that is not the case. Right. And so um we just need to be more careful. Be more careful of one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's not even just going for a party. And, you know, also when you're traveling. Yeah. Or yeah. going to the store, going anywhere, anywhere that is like off the corner creek or whatsoever, mm-hmm. don't go alone. Because they kidnapping people. I'm telling you, adults and everything. They taking you. Mm-hmm. Like, people can't be afraid to walk outside their house. But And I just want to add real quick, mm-hmm. if you are someone who is part of a marginalized community and something does happen to you, mm-hmm. as difficult as it may be, and I understand it would be difficult to report the assault or the violent act yeah. or just feeling uncomfortable I know there's a fear in reporting, but please find someone to talk to. We have over the past three weeks with recording these podcasts, that has been a recurring theme with every topic that we've done. Uh Don't be afraid to reach out to someone and say, I've been hurt. I've been scared. Uh I am fearful. Find someone who will go with you to your local police station and, and make a report. Find a 1-800 number to call and find someone to speak with. You are not alone. It may feel that way, but you are not. Mm-hmm. And yep. and I am 100% behind law enforcement. I always have been, always will be. But I do understand that as with every profession, there's always going to be a group mm. of individuals that you cannot find justice with or feel comfortable with. But that is not the norm. And so if you have been harmed in any way, report it. Mm -hmm. We need these numbers. People need to be held accountable for harming you. And you need to be able to feel safe where you live. And uh, so I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I just think that that is something that we really need to stress. Please, please, please seek help. Yeah. Yes. That is so very true. And find out real fast you're not alone yeah exactly as soon as you reach out for help and that's the thing um people think they don't have it <coughs> excuse me that it's not available but it is you just need to reach out to the right people and you'll get right. what you need like this this topic is just something of um we're just touching the surface again we want to look beyond the camera lens and so we're just giving you just a just a peek into that. This goes so much further and so much deeper. And so it's important for us to take care of our neighbors. Be aware in your community. That's just it. We have to be aware. There's always three sides to a story. And nobody knows what your story is unless you tell it. I think that's all we got for you. And so we will see you 
in two weeks. KKQ out. is an exclusive designer fashion brand with a passion to provide affordable high quality garments to populations of all ethnicities generations and body shapes do you desire to wear something unique something bold even something lavish then seek out Cudresame this company is elegant and affordable with a desire to be at the forefront of body positive empowerment their designs are one of a kind, and you won't find them anywhere else. House of Cudresme, here they come.